Hey, I'm Michael Lunsford here, Citizens for a New Louisiana. One of the big bills that was working through the session this time around was, actually there were two different ones, very similar uh, in intent. Barolomity had, uh, I believe it was House Bill 602 that was coming through uh, the House side, and I have that here, yes, yeah, 602. And Jay Morris had a very similar bill coming through the Senate side, and effectively what it did was it would compel Facebook and Twitter do the right thing because they would potentially be sued by you if they didn't. Uh, basically, it's a free speech bill for social media. So what happened today, well, actually it was yesterday, that was so compelling? Well, I'm so glad you asked because the Commerce Committee, being run by Paula Davis out of Baton Rouge, mysteriously didn't have a quorum. Hmm. All right, Senator Morris, we Madam don't have Chair, a quorum. I'm shocked, shocked that there's not a quorum here today. So this bill was unanimously approved in the Senate, unanimously. 37 of 37 president, 39 senators, generally speaking, uh, I think we're, we're down to 38 right now, unanimously got through the Senate. It's gone through a lot of other challenges. In fact, I've got a little bit of here in the video. It went to another committee, the Civil Law and Procedure Committee. It couldn't get a hearing. It was in May 25th. It sat there for a week, actually over a week, and they finally discharged it because the committee refused to hear it. So the next thing they do is they committed it to the Commerce Committee with Paula Davis. So they didn't want to hear it in Civil Law and Procedure. Did Paula Davis want to hear it in the Commerce Committee? I don't know. Here's what she had to say. But for the record, also, this meeting was scheduled um, late yesterday evening when, before we adjourned. So I'm assuming that I don't know if people did not get the message. I know we did send out a notice and we did send it out to everyone's email. Gee darn, it was late notice. The, I guess the members just didn't check their email. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Did, did Senator Morris maybe have already thought of that? Hmm? I talked to most, um, most people on the committee and they were all aware of it. Okay. So. Yikes, Paula Davis didn't do her homework. She got caught. <laughs> Maybe they didn't know. No, I called them all. Yeah, they knew. So what, what's the real story here? Now, look, they, she killed in committee today because there was no quorum. Effectively, the calendar kills it. There's four days left. If it's not through yesterday, if it's not through yesterday, it's over. So that's what she did. Now, wait a minute. There's another chance. Guess what? Lance Harris calls it up from the floor to order them to release it out of committee. Watch this. And Mr. Speaker, Representative Harris has a motion with respect to Senate Bill 196 by Senator Morris. I'd like to make a motion to direct the Committee on Commerce to report on SB 196 for Morris. Um, this is a debatable motion. And the reason is that Mr. Morris could not get scheduled. The, the chairman would not schedule in civil law. If you will remember, you recommitted it to Commerce. This morning, Commerce did not have a quorum. Uh, <clears throat> wasn't on purpose or anything, but there was no quorum. So what this motion would do, it, for, it would ask Commerce to, you would ask Commerce to report so we could debate this bill on the floor. Now, now you see what happened, Lance Harris. He's being nice. You know, we obviously, <laughs> Jay Morris made phone calls. They knew about the meeting. It wasn't an error. They didn't forget to check their email. They knew about it. They just chose not to show up. Now, why would they not choose to show up? Obviously, Paula Davis was there uh, and her vice chair, Stephanie Hilferty, were there. But what if they told people not to come? Hmm, that's a possibility. Now, they'll ad you know, never admit it, of course. But 
What happens next connects the dot to suggest, oh, we might have something here. Harris makes a motion to report 196. Representative Davis objects. Yep. What, what, what was that? Representative Davis objects? You mean she doesn't want the bill to come out of committee onto the floor for a debate? Now, now what was the quorum accidental or the, the lack of quorum accidental? Or does she intentionally not want this bill to come up? All those in favor of reporting vote yes. All those opposed vote no. The clerk will open the machine. Members vote your machine. Vote your machine, members. Diamond, yes. Chad Brown, no. You through voting, members? All right, close it up. 23 yeas, 37 nays, and the motion fails to pass. So had Paula Davis not objected, the bill could have come up for debate on the floor. But we know lack of a quorum would have killed the bill had Lance Harris not asked on the floor to bring it up. We, don't, we can't prove that the quorum was in, or lack of quorum was intentional, but we can prove with video that you just saw that Paula Davis objected, meaning she killed the bill with her objection. Now, obviously, it took the votes to do it, too, but she locked out the machine so that anybody that happened to be out of the room couldn't, their, their friend couldn't vote for him because they knew they supported the Social Media Free Speech Act. So that's what happened. It killed the bill. In fact, let me finish the video up with Senator Morris explaining himself, in his own words, what his bill does. Check it out. Madam Chair, the, the bill before, that would be before you if a quorum was present, which suspiciously is not, and I've never been to a committee where there simply was not a quorum, but nonetheless, this bill, Senate Bill 196, would address one of the issues that is of growing importance to the people in the state of Louisiana, and that is the means by which information is distributed in this nation and in Louisiana is going through a small handful of companies who decide what we should be able to see and what we should be able to read and what we should be able to hear. And there are numerous examples of that. Most recently, if there was a theory about whether the coronavirus originated in a lab, then that uh, theory or any uh, social media post relating to that, suggesting that, would be deleted and censored and wiped off until the presidency changed and the powers that be decided it was okay to theorize that and it likely was true. So for months, if not the better part of a year, uh, anyone who would put information out about that would be deleted, knocked off of social media sites. And th that's right or wrong, like it or not, those social media sites have become the public square, the way by which information is delivered. And all this bill would have done or would do is say that if a company censors your political or religious speech, then they should maybe be made to pay for that, excluding 
all kinds of other, uh, with lots of exceptions for uh, profanity, uh, obscenity, intellectual property, harassing, etc. There were there have been uh, numerous uh, purported objections to this, uh, including a First Amendment argument. But let me remind you that at one point there was a doctrine called the fairness rule by the FCC which said that media companies must offer both sides of a political story. It must offer both sides of a political story. And that rule was challenged and it went to the United States Supreme Court. And in an 8-0 decision in 1969 in Red Line Broadcasting versus FCC, the fairness rule was upheld that media companies had to provide both sides. Now, it's been also been said that Article Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, remember this is the Communications Decency Act designed to protect the public from obscenity. And it's wrongly used as a shield for, for lawsuits. But I, I would remind this group that Article uh, Section 260 provides what its purpose was. It was to allow companies to freely allow users to filter out or ban obscenity. That's all it was. Senator Morris. Uh, let, one more what, second. What? And then I'll wrap up, and you can you can get rid of um, adjourn the committee. Um, last, lastly, section two thirty says nothing in this section shall be construed to prevent any state from enforcing any state law that is consistent with this section. And the purpose of that section was to ban obscenity, and that's why this bill, if passed, would pass constitutional muster. Um, I have confirmed with the Attorney General's office that they have no issue with the bill. And with that, I will uh, rest my case. Well, there you have it. That's the bill. That's what it would have done. That's the process they used to kill it. And what's interesting is Florida's passed two versions of these bills. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis has signed them both into law. One of them would charge a daily fine if you were a politician running for office and you're deplatformed, which happened a number of times to a number of uh, politicians around the United States. Another bill, I believe very similar to this one, would allow regular citizens like you and I relief from social media companies for being uh, wronged by them. So that's it. Uh, looks like this is the end of this um, debate for this session. We will be hopefully doing something about it again soon. If, uh, you know, it's possible that Florida could straighten Facebook out all by itself. But, you know, I think all 50 states need to participate in a solution like this. And so we'll be back again next time.